You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more information on how to build optimal mental and physical performance into your life, go to naturalstacks.com. Oh, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Sean McCormick. You can find me at seanmccormick.com or you can find me on Instagram at realseanmccormick, S-E-A-N. I'm a performance coach, a life coach, and I work with individuals and organizations to help them be their best, whatever that may be, and we get better fast. Ooh, yeah. On today's episode, we're joined by Roy Krebs, who is the co-founder of Natural Stacks. And for those of you that don't know, Natural Stacks is the the only sponsor, the presenting sponsor for the Optimal Performance Podcast. So Roy and Ben, the co-founders at Natural Stacks, basically um, they keep this podcast moving. And I have been a massive fan of Natural Stacks products since the get-go. I mean, uh, I've been taking their nootropics and supplements almost daily for four or five years. And I love many, many, many of their products. Some of them I don't use at all. Some of them I use almost every day. And we talk specifically today about CBD. CBD, right? You know what it is, kind of. You know how it's made, kind of. You know that there are lots of purported benefits. There are. What we do in this episode is hugely important because we talk about the different ways to manufacture CBD, what to look for in a CBD product, why CBD products are so popular, how most people are not sure of what they're actually putting in their body because the manufacturers of some of these CBD products don't actually know where the hemp came from, they don't know what's in it, and they won't disclose exactly what's in it. So we talk a lot, I mean really deeply, about the different aspects of a CBD product. We talked about sourcing CBD from industrial hemp, how it's processed. We also specifically talk about what to look for when you're purchasing a CBD product. Uh, how to read test results of products to see about heavy metals, residual solvents, pesticide tests, and the cannabinoid and terpene profiles. You see, there is the difference between an, a CBD isolate, which is just the CBD molecule, and a full-spectrum product which, ha- which has all the terpenes, which is all the colors and all the smells and aromas that actually make you feel better and, uh, and are used by your, your cannabinoid system. Uh, what's the difference between full-spectrum uh, CBD and an isolate? The strains that Natural Stacks uses uh, in their CBD products, where they have uh, two products, Omega CBD and Dream CBD. These are both wildly effective, and I talk a lot about how I use them. Roy talks about how he uses the CBD products. We talk about how most people, uh, when they are using CBD products, they're, they're kind of overdosing on it. It doesn't take as much CBD product when it's a higher quality. We also talk about uh, the Omega CBD, I'm sorry, the Dream CBD at night and how it's got a microdose of melatonin to help you get to sleep and help you stay asleep. We also talk about the different carrier oils that are used in the CBD products from Natural Stacks and why they're combined and what the benefits are. Uh, We also talk about other CBD brands that Roy really respects and appreciates, which is pretty cool. And um, this is a really interesting episode. This demystifies the CBD world, and that's why it's called, um, that's why the title of the episode is what it is. 
Again, this is pretty important consumer information that's not particularly easy to find. And I will tell you that I have tried dozens of CBD products and my favorite products are these two uh, and for good reason. For more information on how to get your hands on some of these CBD products, go to naturalstacksplus.com and uh, and check it out for yourself. You can see the tests, you can see what's in it, and I'm telling you, this is these are game changer products for me, and I know that they will be for you too. As always, everybody, this podcast is brought to you by you, you guys listening to this podcast day in and day out. If this podcast resonates with you, this specific episode, because you want to take CBD products, you know that they're going to be beneficial, but you finally are resonating with this information, which empowers you to make good choices, share this episode, post it on Facebook, post it on Instagram, tell your friends and family about what they should be looking for in CBD products. And uh, if you dig it, please take the one minute, give us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. And uh, I'm really excited to give this information to you today. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Roy Krebs. You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean McCormick. It's the OPP. I'm a performance coach, a wellness entrepreneur, a blogger, a speaker, a biohacker, and it's my privilege to bring to you the leading experts in the field of performance. So let's dig right in. Roy Krebs, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Cheers, Sean. It's fun because this is your podcast and my podcast and everyone else that's listening. And so it's cool to have you here ready to go. We're going to dive into the wide world of uh, CBD. Yeah, on home turf here. Got a home field advantage, so it's going to be a good show. Right. So I think that, first of all, I'll start by saying, and I, and I said this in the pre-read, but um, my love affair with cannabis goes way back. And I, I like the way that my body feels when I was smoking it in college. I like what it did to my brain. And it's no surprise, my body really does respond to CBD really well. And I have tried dozens of different CBD products and this is no bullshit. This is the actual truth. When I first took the Omega CBD and the Dream CBD, it was the strongest and cleanest effect that I had experienced in in any of the other CBD products, tinctures, uh, capsules that I had ever tried. And so I just want to lead with that because I am... I am a, a user and a fan of both of the products. Um, and so I just, I want to say thank you because you you helped create that product. And um, I know that the people that take it, my friends that have taken it, uh, really love it. So you guys have made something really phenomenal. Yeah, and thanks for saying that. We've had amazing response so far. And yeah, a lot went into these products and it was really kind of a wild ride to figure out who the best suppliers are, farming practices, extraction methods. And I think we finally figured it out and hope to share some of that today. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really not easy to create a high quality CBD product really was more of a challenge than I expected. Yeah. Well, and, and for you who have formulated dozens of products, um, this is a different beast and there's a lot of red tape and there's a lot of misconceptions. I want to start talking at first about 
what CBD is, what are cannabinoid receptors, and and why why CBD products are good for the body and the brain. Can you just give us sort of a really high-level explanation of that? Sure. So CBD is one of the many cannabinoids in a cannabis sativa plant. Um, there are many. CBD is the most popular and the most well-known besides THC. And so CBD works by binding onto your CB1 and CB2 receptors. They're in your brain and your body. This is part of your endocannabinoid system. And really, it helps regulate the body. Um, so you have more of this even kill when it comes not only to your mood, but also inflammation uh, and stress. And so, so really, it's, it's become so popular, frankly, just because it works so well. And, and I think that CBD is the most powerful and by powerful, I mean effective dietary supplement ingredient that has hit the market since omega-3 fatty acids. And, and people are experiencing it, and they see the results almost immediately. And I guess the, the main reasons people are, are looking for CBD and taking CBD is, is there's three kind of areas that CBD can really help people. And one is, is inflammation and discomfort, you know, aches and pains. Um, another one will be sleep and relaxation, um, you know, trying to relieve some anxiousness and nervousness and, and, and be more relaxed and be able to fall asleep. And then also stress and mood. And I kind of think that CBD hit the market at really the prime time when this is really needed. People are stressed out. People are overwhelmed. People have so much stimulus coming from every direction that uh, something that helps people relax is really needed in today's day and age. And, and I think it's, that's why CBD is getting such a good reception in the market. Something that I've seen happen is the baby boomers adopting it finally. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to see my mom uh, come around on the uses, you know, starting from, I'm not going to smoke any cannabis. Like, mom, I, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm not. I, it's, it's, I, I don't, it's going to make me weird. I don't want to be weird. And I'm like, mom, please trust me. You know, she has arthritis. She's got some issues that she's dealing with kind of all the time. Behind the scenes, she's she's sort of mildly in pain most of the time. And I think a lot of people from the baby boomer, boomer generation experience the sort of low level of anxiousness, a low level of pain from just um, um, living living life. And so to see her finally come around and, and start taking specifically the Omega CBD and when I got that phone call, when she when she told me, oh my God, I feel more like myself than I have in such a long time. It's really encouraging. And um, it's funny to me too, because there is still so much misconception around, around what these products are and, you know, whether or not you're going to freak out if you take, <laughs> take a, you know, a, a CBD capsule. Yeah, or if the cops are going to knock on your door and, you know, put you in jail. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, same thing happened with, with my grandmother. 
it it took her a while, but then just last year she she said, "Wow, you know, I've tried it, and, and my friends are trying it, and and it works." And it's like, yeah, and you're you're not getting high, you know. It's you don't have to worry about that. Um, and so, yeah, the the acceptance of it is becoming more widespread. And I think just in general, we're in this golden age of health and nutrition, where there's so much information, there's so much better availability of, of high quality products. And I think that people are starting to feel like they can take their own health into their own hands and do something about it rather than seeking advice from their doctor. They can try out some things and, and test for themselves some biohack and, and see if it works. And I think people are just becoming more comfortable with that concept in general. Here, here, man. And and for the people who listen to this podcast every single week, they're sort of the, you know, yeah, I'm talking to you guys listening. They know that they have a lot of control over their health and their performance. And uh, it's now getting to a wider scale where people know that they can take an adaptogen, uh, a mushroom supplement, a CBD supplement that will that will help them. And especially with all of this Google fuckery going on, um, especially with the um, the medic updates that are happening to Google, where now it's basically impossible to find natural wellness, natural health resources on Google. And I've talked about this in the episode before, uh, episode with Joe Cohen. We we went really deep into this. Mm-hmm. People know now to look. Uh, search through DuckDuckGo for for alternative health and alternative wellness, natural natural health, natural wellness, like that's some sort of nasty term. But people are sick of of the side effects from fucking pharmaceuticals, and and you're right, it's the perfect timing for CBD. Yeah, the the Google thing is scary, and if people don't know, they they probably do, but they did a big update in in January, but then also a bigger update in May that really tanks the traffic of all natural health companies and, and blogs and resources and brands as well. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if big pharma lobbied Google in some way. Um, you know, that's, no one's talking about that, but, um, it seems like something's going on. Something's going on. There are a few, there are a few bad actors at, uh, at the Google, um, I heard it. We don't have to go too far into the weeds, but I think this is important to reinforce for people. You know, when your company is is it becomes a verb, that's a problem, uh, right? So, um, yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the 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 process of of extraction. Where are these plants grown? We could talk sort of generally about um, creating a CBD product, but where, how are the plants grown? How is the oil extracted? Um, and please bake in how diligent you have been, you Roy Krebs specifically, have been about making sure that you stick to the same standards of all your other products to make sure that this is legit. This is top of the line. This is the cleanest, the most reliable it's tested. Please tell us sort of the process of getting to this, to this, this final product. Sure. So, so legal CBD products are coming from industrial hemp versus marijuana. It's the same plant cannabis sativa. The difference is that industrial hemp, has less than 
0.8% THC. That's really the only difference. So there are these hemp plants, which are different than marijuana, but they look the same, they smell the same, they both have a bunch of cannabinoids, but there's this industrial hemp kind of cannabis sativa that is less than 0.3% THC, so that makes it legal in all 50 states after the farm bill passed. And so that's where it's coming from, is this, this industrial hemp. Now, growing the hemp is, is a different story, and very generally, cannabis grows pretty well. They call it you know, weed for a reason. Um, you can throw some seeds out in your backyard and it will probably grow. But to get you know, really high-quality flowers that, that have high amounts of cannabinoids and, and beneficial properties, you have to really put a lot of care into the, the growth of this plant. Now, currently, there is kind of two approaches to, to growing hemp plants. One is more of a boutique fashion, and the other one is more of a mass industrial farming fashion. Um, places like China have been growing hemp for a long time and have huge hemp farms, uh, also in, in Europe, typically northern Europe. Um, and then in the United States, that would be Kentucky. Um, Kentucky, there's huge hemp farms. And these, these larger industrial farms are, are using the more classic industrial farming techniques where more machinery, maybe more artificial light, um, you know, pesticides, um, really kind of more artificial environments, and they're just going after the CBD content. That's what people want in today's market is the CBD molecule. So those farming practices, they're doing whatever they can to get the highest content of CBD, um, kind of whatever it takes. And then this more boutique fashion is typically in the United States only found in Colorado and Oregon. And there are a couple more states picking it up, but uh, these two states had more loose regulatory requirements for hemp growth years ago. So they're ahead of, ahead of the game in producing this really high quality hemp. And this boutique farming, they're focused more on the specific strains and genetics of this hemp plant. They're not just going after a high CBD content. They're more focused on, here's the complete plant complex. Here's all the cannabinoids and the terpenes and the essential oils in this plant. And typically they're using organic practices. Now there's really only a couple hemp farms in the United States that are certified organic. The USDA has been very slow to certify hemp farms. I don't think they're really gonna come around for another couple of years. So you can find a really high quality, everything is grown organically, but it doesn't have that organic stamp. So pesticide-free, using natural sunlight, uh, natural fertilizers, and you have these, these kind of uh, marijuana hippies who, who, who know a lot about this plant, who have jumped into the CBD hemp business, and they know what they're doing, and they're producing this really high-quality flower. Um, so that is the source that we were seeking after really from the get-go. We wanted to work with these people that are extremely passionate about this plant and what comes with that plant rather than just mass producing for the CBD molecule itself. So I think that's a, a big distinction right there is, is how is it farmed? 
You know, is it more of this boutique, organic, natural fashion, or is it this mass mass produced, which is Kentucky or Europe? And I'm hearing that a lot of the stuff that they say is from Europe is actually coming from China, because that's where most of the hemp is grown in the world. They they harvest the plants, they send the bulk plants to Europe, where, where then it gets processed, and then they send it to the U.S. market, and they're calling it European hemp, but a lot of that stuff is actually coming from China. Um, which isn't exactly bad, but you have to watch out for heavy metals. And uh, hemp in general is pretty susceptible to heavy metals. So you definitely want to make sure that whatever hemp you're ingesting has a heavy metals test to go along with it. Um, I think a lot of people disregard that, but it's quite important. You don't want to be consuming a lot of lead or, or cadmium or one of these nasty heavy metals. Um, and it just so happens that Colorado... The natural soil in Colorado, Colorado is not the best place to grow stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know, there, there's definitely other states that have better environments for, for growing hemp, but because they had that early regulation, that's just where a lot of the stuff is grown. But the Colorado soil is susceptible to heavy metals. Um, so although Colorado is where you can find a lot of this really high quality stuff, you have to watch out for the heavy metals. Hmm. Um, so we ended up using a source in Colorado, a really small boutique farm. Um, and, and of course we're doing the heavy metal testing and it all came out clear, but I just want people to realize that that is a potential issue. And then, so once you farm this stuff and there's typically two harvests a year, um, in, in the spring and then late fall. And so that in itself creates some challenges when there's a lot of demand is uh, people are kind of waiting for this fall harvest, which which just happened. Um, so now there's a lot more available in the market. And the big industrial guys, you know, they, they plan for that and they, they are able to stock load some stuff, but really the specific, the high quality hemp uh, in today's market is, is having this pretty big price fluctuation and supply and demand problem going on because it's such a hot ingredient and there's not that many sources of high quality stuff. Are, are most of the products on the market, because um, I know you've done your research and, and maybe you know, maybe you don't, but are most of the CBD products on the market likely sourced from China? You know, the scary thing is you don't know. And a lot of times the brand doesn't even know. Ah. So it's a big problem. And, and there's a lot of middlemen in the industry, there's a lot of these brokers who, you know, they'll get it for you. And, ah. and they're typically working with a lot of other companies, so they're able to buy a bulk amount and then divvy that up. Whereas if you're just a small company like myself and I and I go to this this farm and say, hey, I want to buy, you know, this many kilos, they're like, why should I work with you? I only work on like 100 kilo orders. Hmm. And so there's these brokers that step in and it becomes more shady. There's less transparency of where the stuff's coming from. Um, so I guess to answer your question, I, I think a lot of brands themselves don't even know where the CBD is coming from. Um, and that leads to the next big thing is, is how is how do you get from this flower, this, this hemp flower, into an oil, into something that can be ingested? And there's an extraction that happens. And there's multiple extraction methods and some of them are straight up dangerous and unhealthy. 
And so the most common extraction method is, is using a solvent. And um, ethanol is probably the most common solvent. And I don't have a problem with ethanol. That's how most botanical extracts are extracted. Ethanol, pharmaceutical grade ethanol is clean. Um, if you have a little bit of residual ethanol in the product, it's not going to harm you um, unless it gets super high. But ethanol extraction, um, ethanol and water are the only two legal extraction methods for dietary supplements. But you have these players that are using these harsh petroleum derivative solvents like hexane and butane and methanol. And when we first started seeking out our source, I talked to some of the biggest extraction houses in the United States. And from the first conversation, I'm asking, okay, how do you, how do you do your extraction? And they're like, oh, we use hexane and maybe some ethanol. And I'm like, well, hold up. You know, what, what do you mean you're using hexane? Uh, this is legit. These guys should have told me that they're using hexane in their extraction. And I said, did you know that's illegal? Did you know hexane is, is toxic? Um, and I think it stems from the vaping industry. You know, marijuana THC vape pens have been around for, you know, five, 10 years at, at least. And you have these extraction companies that have been using hexane and butane and methanol for those vape juices because that industry is super unregulated, super unregulated. And hexane and butane and methanol provide the highest yields. They're much more efficient than using an ethanol. So, of course, the manufacturer has incentive to use that because they're going to get more yield. Um, but I think a lot of them don't even realize that it's illegal to use in an ingestible supplement. Um, but, but since they just kind of moved over, since CBD has become so popular, they kind of moved over from the, the vape juice to the CBD oil, and they're using the same process. So I, I myself had to educate several of these of these extractors and said, you know, first, there's no way I'm going to work with you guys. <laughs> second, <laughs> second, you need to get your shit together. This is illegal. And, and the scary thing is, is you'll never see it on a label. You'll never see what, um, what solvent was used in the extraction. So it becomes very important to ask for residual solvents test for any in thing, any CBD that you're going to ingest. Ask for the residual solids test. Respectable companies should be doing one. Uh, we do one. It tests for like 30 of the most common solvents. And it should be non-detectable for all of them. If it shows up with a little ethanol, that's fine. But of course, there shouldn't be any hexane, butane, or methanol in your product that you're going to ingest. And I've heard people saying, I took CBD and you know I had some negative side effects. I had a headache. I got a little dizzy. And this is not normal to happen from CBD. This is happening from that solvent. Up to 20% of the solvent can end up in the residual in the, the final product. No, 20%? Up to 20%. Typically, it's more like 5 to 10, but I've seen tests up to 20% of that solvent can end up in that final product. Oh. And that's what's giving people headaches and dizziness and, 
and some sort of negative side effect that they think is coming from the CBD, but it's actually they just got a super low quality source. Well, and think of the people who are consuming these products who are sensitive to bullshit, who uh, are either sick and they need pain relief and they're maybe immunocompromised and they're or like recovering from, from chemo or dealing with some, some major illness and they take this product and it makes their head spin. Oh God, that's gross. That's, that's gnarly. Yeah, it is gross. It's bad. And so the, the more clean, the, the type of extraction methods that you should be looking for are one is a lipid extraction and, and I think this is probably the coolest extraction method. It's hard to pull off. It has to be does on, done on a pretty big scale to make sense. But the lipid extraction, there's, there's a couple companies that I'll mention that are doing it well. That's Green Roads in Vermont and also Functional Remedies. These are two brands that I respect that are, that are pulling off this lipid extraction in a, in a great way. And so lipid extraction, they, they take the hemp plant. Um, they cut down a bunch of hemp plant and flower and, and leaves and everything, and they throw them into a huge vat. You know, imagine like this 5,000 gallon huge vat, and they just um, fill it up with coconut oil or MCT oil or olive oil, and they heat it up at a low heat for a long time. So um, maybe 48 hours at a low heat. And then they take the hemp plant out, and what's left is this oil that has a lot of those cannabinoids, terpenes, and essential oils from the plant. It's, it's kind of the gentlest way, I think. They generally keep the heat pretty low, so it's not going to damage the plant. How low, how low is low? Uh, under 200 for sure. Wow. Um, yeah, probably, probably closer to like 100, 150. I don't know exactly. Um, but they do it over a long time, and then you get this, this super great oil that then you can actually just encapsulate that oil um, you know, you're going to figure out what the, how potent it is, but, but that's it. And that's really a clean way. Now it can only happen on a really a larger scale. So there's not many folks doing that, but it's just how you made uh, your weed butter in college. You know, <laughs> you, you throw some flour in with some, some oil or butter and you heat it up for a while and then you have this weed butter. Yeah. Uh, that's it. It's super simple. And then the other method, which is considered kind of the highest quality method, which is what we chose for our products, is CO2 extraction. And so CO2 extraction is completely solvent-free. It's completely additive-free. They use a high pressure. And there's no heat involved either. It's, it becomes very cold. Supercritical CO2 is very cold, and it's high pressure. And you can think of it like squeezing the cannabinoids and squeezing the compounds out of the plant. Um, this is quite a bit more expensive. It requires some pretty serious machinery. Um, but that is a super clean and fairly efficient way to extract the CBD. Now, you have to be careful that companies that claim, oh, yeah, we're CO2 extracted. Um, really, if you're doing a, a high-quality CO2 extraction with a full-spectrum extract, it should be about... 40 to 60% CBD by weight. So you have this oil, and after you go through the extraction, it, it should be about 50% CBD. Now, if you see a product that says they're CO2 extracted, and it's like 80 or 90% CBD by weight, it's likely they used a secondary solvent method. 
So they do the CO2 extraction and then they're using some other solvent, which could be ethanol or it could be something a little more shady like butane or hexane or methanol. So you want to look for just a clean CO2 extract or lipid extract. And it really shouldn't be that potent. If it's stronger than about 50 or 60 percent, I would start asking questions. How exactly was this extracted? Because I know that a, a normal CO2 extraction typically yields about 50% CBD by weight. You mentioned a word that I, that I think people need to be clear on. Um, what does full spectrum mean? Sure. So there's a difference between full spectrum and isolate when it comes to CBD. Full spectrum means that this oil contains all of the original cannabinoids, terpenes, phyto compounds, essential oils that were in that original hemp plant. And it's pretty well known by now that all these cannabinoids and terpenes and essential oils work together. There's something called an entourage effect. They really support your endocannabinoid system rather than just the one CBD molecule. You have the complementary cannabinoids like CBDA, um, CBG, and, and these are also very beneficial and they all kind of work together. So you're going to get more benefit. You're going to have better results with a full spectrum product in turn, rather than an isolate. Now an isolate is just 99% the molecule CBD contains nothing else. It doesn't contain the terpenes or the essential oils from the plant. We prefer the, the full spectrum route because this really features that original hemp plant. And for us, we actually, we're only using two different strains of hemp, berry blossom and cherry wine. And we specifically chose those strains of hemp because they have these amazing terpene profiles. And we want to feature that in our finished product because they provide a ton of benefit. And that's something too, when I was really shocked when I was going through this process is that most companies don't know which hemp strains they're using. There's a couple exceptions, of course. Um, plus CBD is using a fedora strain from the Netherlands. Um, Charlotte's web is Charlotte's web. That's the actual name of the strain. But so you, you, you can imagine like a marijuana plant, there's a ton of different strains, right? You have indica, sativa, you have cushions, you have granddaddy purples, you have whatever there's, there's hundreds or thousands of different strains of this plant. The same goes for hemp. There are hundreds of different types of hemp plants and each one is unique and features a different terpene profile, different essential oils. And so most companies don't actually know where their hemp is coming from or what strain they're utilizing because these larger, more industrial hemp farms, they don't care what strain it is. They're only going after the CBD. So they'll cultivate plants of a bunch of different strains and maybe buy some from their neighboring farms you know, they don't care what strain it is. They're just going to process it to get that CBD molecule. They're just, so they're just going to they're going to chug through the process to get as much yield as as much as possible, using whatever means necessary to keep the price point high or to to keep the cost effective. Yeah, and they're just going after the CBD, whereas the more boutique farming that I mentioned in Colorado and, and Oregon, they're more focused on here's this beautiful hemp strain, berry blossom. And, you know, we want the finished product to mimic all the beneficial compounds that are in that actual plant. So that's a full spectrum extract. Full spectrum simply means it contains all of those original 
phytocompounds, compounds, terpenes, essential oils that are in the plant. And so for us, we're only using two hemp strains, berry blossom and cherry wine, because they have these amazing profiles. Now, CBD isolate, going back to that, is just 99% CBD. There are no other cannabinoids. There are no terpenes or essential oils. Now, CBD isolate is quite a lot cheaper than full spectrum. And I was pretty confused by this at first because CBD isolate requires several extra production steps. You get a full spectrum and then they have to continue to refine it to be able to get to just a 99% CBD molecule. And it's cheaper because they, they don't care what strains they're using. They're just using bulk everything they can and using this mass production process to end up with the CBD, CBD molecule. Now there's a little more regulatory risk when it comes to, to the CBD isolate because it's very similar to the FDA drug that was approved a few years ago. Um, and then also what I think is the biggest problem with CBD isolate is it's almost impossible to trace back to the farm or the strain because it's almost, it's more like a drug. You, you have this just single compound CBD, you can't trace it back to where it came from. And a lot of times it can be fake. So there's a big problem right now of lab-made synthetic CBD isolate, which is impossible to tell the difference from a natural CBD isolate. And 31 people went to the emergency room last year from ingesting a fake synthetic CBD. And so it's the same compound. It will, it will pass that lab test, but the way they make it synthetically it has a bunch of negative side effects and 31 people got seriously sick last year and they, they found out that it came from this fake source of CBD. It, it, that, that pisses me off, uh, for obviously for, for, for many reasons, but I, again, um, I, I qualify as the, you know, pot butter and college guy, you know, progressive hippie liberal arts degree. I have a love for this masterful plant. It is medicine. I really do think of it as, as medicine and to, to, to see it, uh, Frankenstein and bastardized and, and objectified for for keeping cost effective, it sucks because it then it starts to get pulled closer to um, scary pharma drugs. Okay. As you were talking, um, just because I'm fascinated by all of this, and 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 this may sound like oh Sean's laying it on thick, but it, this is just super fascinating to me, and a lot of this information is new. Uh, I'm going to read you the berry blossom uh, strain and and its uh, its features. Huh? Uh, so the berry blossom, as the name would suggest, berry blossom. Uh, boasts a strong fragrance of sweet berries with a floral finish. These pale green buds crawl with purple hues and explode with notes of candied wild berries and hints of gardenias. Crossbred with Chardonnay and cherry wine, Berry Blossom's bold uh, parentage results in powerful, well-cured nugs that provide a a tempered full-body experience. Enjoy hours of tranquility and deep thoughts without worry or stagnation. Great for stress and relaxation. Berry Blossom, CBD are large, dense, and delightful. I mean, like, that sounds like the kind of medicine that I want to be involved in. Like Exactly. You're getting more of a full-body experience because it has this amazing terpene and essential oil profile. You're not going to get any of that with just an isolate. Yeah. And the fact that we know... The, the fact that we know that different types of terpenes with different names like lemonine and pinene and myrosine and linalool have yeah. different colors, 
different aromas, different effects. Limonene is citrus, lemon, stress relief, elevated move, and anti-anxiety, antidepressant, super lemon haze, lemon skunk, uh, strains or citrus peppermint. It's just fascinating. Like this is this is nature's medicine. Uh, this is a a a powerful again a powerful natural product that is nuanced and um and and i i don't know i think it's fascinating please tell us a little bit about the process like why how do you formulate uh let's talk about let's just start with uh, with uh, the omega cbd product uh, what what's the process like of formulating that product like what sort of tests were done in 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 why did you add what you added to it cuz i th- i think that to know how you came up with it would will explain people how and why this is so goddamn effective. Yeah. So, so first it's, it's the hemp plant and and we looked at probably 25 different strains of hemp and, and we, we came down to the berry blossom and cherry wine were the two that we wanted to feature because they had these really high amounts of terpenes and specific terpenes that we wanted in our product. And so that's the first step, and I think that's one of the main reasons why our product is very effective and works really well, is because it's it's this very controlled supply chain, and we're featuring this really high quality plant. But then the omega CBD that we developed is algae omega three oil combined with a full spectrum hemp extract, and so the the full spectrum hemp extract it. If you just look at that raw oil, it's almost, it's not an oil. It's like a tar. It's very thick. You, you, it's hard to ingest. It's hard to dose. So all CBD you see on the market is blended with a carrier oil. And it's either typically MCT or olive oil or hemp oil, hemp seed oil. Um, so those are the most standard carrier oils, but I was looking for something different. I wanted whatever carrier oil I was going to use, I wanted to have functional benefits as well. I didn't want to just mix in a random oil so that I can mix it, make it better mixability and better dosage. Um, you know, you, you, can, you can't encapsulate it unless you, carry, unless you have a carrier oil. So it's really important that you have one, but I'm looking at all the oils that are available and I'm saying, what's going to have the most benefit What's the most synergistic with CBD? And, and when I stumbled across omega-3s, I thought, wow, no one's doing this. This is kind of crazy that no one has, has mixed the CBD with an omega-3 because, one, they're extremely synergistic. Omega-3 fatty acids have similar benefit profile as CBD. They're great for inflammation, aches and pains, mood and stress relief. Uh, omega-3s are really important for that. So are hemp. So they work really well together. But then when I started digging into the research, I found that omega-3 fatty acids actually help you absorb CBD better. So those CB1 receptors in the brain that I was talking about earlier, they require omega-3s. That's like the, that's like how they're built. They're made from omega-3s and omega-3 fatty acids help the permeability, they, they help the receptor attach to things. So there's studies, legit human studies showing that if you're deficient in omega-3 fatty acids, 
if you're not consuming enough omega-3 fatty acids in your diet, your CB1 receptors aren't very active. Your CB1 receptors cannot bind on to things very well. So if you're deficient in omega-3s, CBD is not going to do that much for you. And so adding some omega-3 source to this product ensures that your receptors are fully healthy so that you're going to feel more benefit. And so that was, I found these studies and I just thought, first I was already interested because of they're very synergistic. And then I found that this actually helps with the absorption of CBD. And with all of our products, we're always looking at how can we make this product more effective? And typically that comes down to absorption rates. A lot of ingredients, specifically minerals and certain botanicals, aren't absorbed that well in your gut. Uh, they just simply aren't. So there's ingredient synergies. There's certain forms of ingredients that you can feature that are absorbed better. And so with this product, the way to get CBD absorbed better into your system is to combine it with some omega-3 fatty acids. And that's how that came to be. I'm super proud of how it turned out. You know, we, we I don't think I've told people this, but we started out trying to use krill oil as our source of omega-3s because we, we love krill oil. We have another krill oil product. We're really confident with our supply chain there. Um, but the way that it was blended and encapsulated with, with the special vegetable liquid capsule that we wanted to use, um, smelled pretty nasty. Uh, the aftertaste was, was pretty nasty. So, so then I, I just went with an algae source, which is super clean. Um, you don't have to worry at all about heavy metals or contaminants when it comes to algae because it's, it's very controlled farming practices. So you just end up with a super clean omega-3 oil that happens to be really high in DHA, which is DHA and EPA are the two main omega-3s. And we're, we're bigger fans of DHA because that's more important for the brain. And it happens to be more important for the CB1 receptors. So the algae omega-3 was, was, was a perfect fit. Let's, let's talk a little bit about what effects you have heard about. And I know you're not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. We're not, we're not making outrageous claims here. We're just speaking anecdotally about our experiences. What have you heard about the effects of the Omega CBD product? And I'll share mine. Sure. Well, to start our Omega CBD product has 10 milligrams of CBD per capsule. Some people think that's pretty low. And through our testing, and we, we tried this product out with a bunch of people before we brought it to market, that was really the sweet spot. And I think most people are actually overdosing on CBD. And, you know, you're, you're not going to get sick or like, you know, nothing. You can't really overdose on CBD, but you can overwhelm your endocannabinoid system. And it's not going to be as receptive. It's not going to work quite as great. So I don't recommend taking, you know, 100 milligrams of CBD per day. Um, some people do. Some people are taking 25, 50 milligram doses at a time. And sure, they're feeling it, but I think they could feel just as much of a benefit if they're using a really high quality source with a synergistic carrier oil. So 10 milligrams in our product feels kind of more like 15 or 20 of some other products. So I think right there, people are kind of like, oh, you know, I want something stronger. Of course, you could take two capsules if you want, but just try that one capsule with 10 milligrams because if your experience with CBD, and I think what you found is that it's going to work quite a lot better than a higher dose because 
with the super high quality sourcing and because it's mixed with that omega-3 oil, which helps it really get absorbed more efficiently. So, so the benefits that we've heard, um, they're, they're all around, but there's been raving reviews of, of yes, yeah, the minor aches and pains are gone. Uh, my mood is more stable throughout the day. I'm more relaxed. My stress levels have gone down. Um, a lot of people just take it in the morning or like kind of midday and they find that they're more even keeled and they're able to operate on a higher level. And, and I think it, like we said before, it's just really needed right now when there's so much stimulus going on, having some CBD in your system kind of helps you maintain a more steady mindset and steady workflow that you can kind of shrug off, you know, things that might stress you out without it. How, how often do you take it and when? I take the Omega CBD not every day. I probably take it three days a week. And then I, I take our Dream CBD probably about the same two or three days a week on, on days that I really want to get deep sleep or on days that maybe I know I'm going to have a little trouble falling asleep or um, just when I really try to optimize my sleep. Most days I sleep pretty well without taking anything. Um, but yeah, a couple days a week for sure. I'm using that a couple days a week. I'm using the Omega CBD and I use it if I wake up and my joints are a little tight or, you know, I have some little bit of back pain, which is kind of common for me. Unfortunately, the CBD just completely solves that. Kind of the same, I guess, maybe three or four days a week. I'll take it mid morning when I'm sore, I'm recovering from a broken foot. Um, um, you know, I've done some, uh, PRP treatment on my foot and it's less, I'm less achy uh, when I take the product. But even more, I think, important, you know, I have two small kids. I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, and they don't stop ever. Like, they don't slow down for a single minute uh, from the moment they're awake to the moment they're asleep. And Roy, you're shaking your head because you have a young one too. There's, 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 it's incessant and it's freaking awesome. And also, it's a lot. It's, um, it, it's, it's tense. It's active and it's sort of on alert all the time. And what I found is when I take the product, when I take the Omega CBD, like you said, kind of mid morning, I'm, I'm better to be around. I'm, I'm more relaxed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's important. And it's, if you have these tools available, freaking use them. Um, that's, that's what these are designed to, to, to be. If you have any sort of negative side effect throughout your day in your body or your brain, Find something that's going to help, and CBD is definitely something that can help a lot of people, and and we're seeing that for sure. You, you know, this is the Optimal Performance Podcast, uh, and part of performance is not always slamming the gas pedal down. You know, oftentimes it's it, it's uplifting and motivating and optimistic, and a lot of the things, a lot of the guests that we talk about are about how to be better and what one thing that we often miss is that in order to be our best, we have to know how to slow down. We have to know how to rest and recover. We need, we need to know how to round off the, uh, the hard edges of our, of our psyche and of our body. And, you know, I sort of think of it, obviously it's much different product, but I sort of think of it in the same boat a little bit as the serotonin brain food is, is, is the, 
a little bit of ease, a little bit of grace, pumping the brakes just slightly or, or not even pumping the brakes, but just like letting your foot off the pedal a little bit in coasting is kind of what it feels like for me to mm-hmm. stick in the metaphor, you know? Yeah, good one. Um, so, okay. So that's, that's the Omega CBD product. Now, what about, what about the dream CBD? Um, and, and also do you use both the berry blossom and the cherry wine together in both products? Yes. Okay. And the dream CBD, what, what did you combine it with? Um, and why? So the dream CBD is all about sleep. And so when you're looking at sleep, there's, there's two things to focus on. One is falling asleep, and the second is staying asleep. They're, they're two different beasts. You, know, you can fall asleep pretty easily, but if you don't stay asleep, you know, you're having trouble throughout the night. And other people might have trouble falling asleep, um, and they might spend an hour or two just trying to get asleep, and then they actually sleep. But you really need both. You need to be able to fall asleep faster, and stay asleep. And that's what I think is kind of the key to, to having a really high quality sleep supplement is you got to be attacking both. And so in our dream CBD product, first we have 15 milligrams of CBD from hemp. So it's a little bit higher dose, 50% higher dose than the omega CBD. And that's because we want it to hit you a little harder. We want you to get more of the relaxation effect, which maybe during the day, isn't ideal because you're you're active, you're doing stuff, and you you want that CBD benefit, but you don't want to be uh, tired or drowsy at all. So a little bit higher dose of CBD will help you fall asleep faster. Now we combine that with lavender infused olive oil. So that's our carrier oil. Now I wanted to feature lavender, but there really wasn't a good source. There's really aren't any dietary supplements that have a, a liquid format lavender extraction ingredient. And so it, it took quite a while, but we actually, and, and my supply chain director, Jason, did a great job with this, is, is we found a, a company in the Midwest who makes these very specialty cooking oils And he infuses olive oil with a bunch of different types of things. You know, it could be like a bell pepper or garlic or or flowers or certain things. And I said, you know, hey, you're creating these these really specialty oils. Can you do a lavender-infused olive oil? And we went through a few bench samples, and it just turned out amazing. Uh, he, He got this lavender from France, and he infused it into this olive oil. And we got several different batches that are different potencies. And it smells amazing. It tastes amazing. We were using it for cooking and stuff. Uh, but we specifically wanted lavender because lavender has a really high content of a terpene named linolo. And this terpene linolo happens to be very synergistic with the hemp terpenes, which is going to help you fall asleep faster. You may have heard, like, put a sprig of you know lavender on your pillow or something or Um, essential oil of lavender will help you relax and fall asleep. And it totally does because it contains linolo in this terpene. And it's really cool. The finished product, we did a full terpene profile test on it and it came super high in linolo. So it's, it's proving that yes, the lavender is actually having a, a lot of beneficial compound in there. And so lavender infused olive oil combined with the hemp, the linolo combined with the 15 milligrams of CBD is going to help you fall asleep faster. 
and then we put just a microdose of melatonin, 0.5 milligrams. This is really the smallest dose. I've seen 0.3, but it's really kind of the smallest dose of melatonin that you'll find. And melatonin is another thing that people are just completely overdosing. And when you overdose on melatonin, and by overdose, in my mind, is anything over one milligram, there's people that are taking five or 10, you see these melatonin gummies that are like 10 milligrams of melatonin, and that's just dangerous. Uh, melatonin, if you take too much of it, it's gonna disrupt your circadian rhythm, and you're gonna have a hard time producing melatonin on your own. But taking a microdose like this, of just 0.5 milligrams, it's enough to improve your sleep duration and your sleep quality and your, your, your deepness of sleep, but it's not gonna make you feel groggy in the morning and your brain's not gonna become reliant upon it. It's such a tiny amount that your brain is still accustomed to producing melatonin on its own. So it doesn't mess with your natural circadian rhythm. Melatonin can be very powerful and great ingredient as long as you don't overdo it. So, um, very generally, I, I kind of stay away from melatonin because it, because I know if you take it on a regular basis with a high dose, you can you can mess with your circadian rhythm. But as long as you keep the dose under one milligram, totally safe to take on a regular basis, and it works. So, so that's how the product works. We have lavender plus CBD to help you fall asleep, and just a microdose of melatonin to keep you asleep, but such a small amount that you you wake up refreshed. You don't get any of that grogginess that that you might experience if you tried other sleep supplements. You truly wake up ready to go after just a super high quality deep sleep. And the Dream CBD, we really have amazing reviews of that, of people that haven't been able to sleep for years that are now sleeping through the night. So really proud of how that turned out as well. And, and we, we got really aggressive on the price points on this. I wanted these products to be very accessible to the general market. And, I, and what I was seeing in the industry is that a lot of companies are gouging consumers. They're pricing you know, the demand super high, so they're charging you know fifty or hundred bucks for for a month supply of CBD. It doesn't cost that much to make, and so we we got pretty aggressive on the pricing. Our omega CBD for thirty capsules, thirty servings is thirty four ninety five, and the Dream because it's a higher serving of CBD is forty four ninety five. The the first time that I that I took the Dream CBD, I I'm like you. I don't have a hard time getting to sleep. I actually don't have a hard time staying asleep. Like I'm out within two minutes of my head hitting the pillow. It pisses my wife off like crazy. Uh, and, and I don't. I mean, I literally never wake up. I I never wake up in the night um, to pee or to to turn. I just don't. But. I don't always wake up feeling, you know, zippity doo dah. Good morning. Um, sometimes I wake up and I'm kind of still tired, and I get woken up by a six year old coming in, you know, pushing me around while while uh, while I'm asleep to wake me up. And I don't always feel chipper and motivated. And when I take this, it is guaranteed. I mean, I it is it is for sure. I can expect to wake up feeling rested. Uh, and, and I've, I've heard that a couple of different places, my brother, a bunch of my friends take it. Um, you know, my, uh, uh, several of my coaching clients, cause I, you know, my coaching clients are, are very high performing people, you know, principles of venture capital and C, C class, um, uh, executives and professional athletes. So they're, they're performing at a high level. Their, their, their output is massive 
And when they can sleep and get rest and wake up and feel, oh my gosh, I actually got rest last night. I feel really good this morning. That changes everything. It's just, it's, it's such an encouraging feeling. Um, let me ask you this, uh, you know, talking about the lavender infusion process, can any reason why I can't like put a little bit, open up a capsule or four and like pour it into my food while I cook with it? Um, can I give it to my kids? Do you know? You could definitely cook with it. I mean, there's no problem there. You know, hemp itself is a pretty uh, strong taste. So you're definitely going to get some of that hemp taste, but the lavender comes through very strongly. Um, so yeah, no problem opening up the capsule and tasting it or putting it into food. For kids, you know, I, I really can't recommend for kids. I know that um, kids with, with serious issues, um, you know, certain behavioral disorders or, or seizures, as you, see, you know, how it came most popular, um, CBD is definitely beneficial. Um, but of course, check with your doctor on that. There's different protocols, there's different delivery methods, and I really don't know what dosages are acceptable for kids. Um, so for sure, check with your doctor, but cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's powerful and it works and that's why it's so popular. It's so popular that you've been making the podcast rounds recently, um, specifically talking about these these topics. Uh, what has the response been from the from the hosts of these other podcasts? You know, it's funny because you've been out there doing a ton of podcasts, and it finally occurred to me, like, oh shit, maybe I should just have <laughs> maybe I should just yeah. have him on the OPP. Like, what what are people's responses when you're talking about this sort of stuff? The responses are is typically shock, uh, and people don't realize that all this goes into the CBD and, and all these potential pitfalls and, and dangerous and really low quality CBD on the market, which is the majority of the stuff. Um, most people don't realize they think, you know, CBD, CBD, they don't understand the difference between a full spectrum and an isolate. They don't understand the difference of the extraction methods. And so really people are shocked. And I always leave my email address at the end of the show. So I'm like, Hey, just if you have any questions or you want to talk about this, email me Roy at naturalstacks.com. And I always get a bunch of emails, people saying, wow, you know, I, I had no idea. And, you know, can you, is this a good product or, you know, what do you recommend for this? And it's just really cool to get that response because there's so much buzz around it, but the education is really far behind. And so I want to help educate, um, and I'm not just doing this to sell our products. You know, I, I'm very generous with recommending other products because there's definitely some good players out there. Uh, but the education is just so far behind and there's a lot of deceptive shit happening. Um, really the biggest problem is like labeling is deceptive labeling. And a company will say 15 milligrams per, per capsule, but they might be talking about just 15 milligrams of hemp extract which really yields like seven or eight of CBD. And so the labeling is like all over the place. And I don't think the FDA has issued like a recommended guidance for labeling yet. And so, I mean, the way we did it is we just were transparent as possible. Here's the total weight of the hemp extract and here's the amount of CBD within that weight. And that's, that's the most legit way to label any botanical extract. And for us, this is just another botanical extract. You know, there's, there's nothing different about it. 
um, you're extracting a plant to get the beneficial compounds with this full spectrum extract. We're not isolating for the CBD compound. We're extracting all of the compounds out of that. And so we want to say, here's the total amount of hemp extract, and here's the amount of CBD within that. So labeling, just just labeling, not even knowing, you know, the extraction and the farming practices, you have to you have to look at the labeling very closely. Um, and then if you're trying to like buy the stuff on Amazon, a lot of that stuff's just fake. A lot of that stuff is just hemp seed oil that doesn't even contain any, you know, CBD or beneficial compounds. Uh, so, so you know, a high quality, respected brand should be doing everything the right way. Um, th- there's kind of three things that that I would look for if I was buying a CBD product for myself or my family. One is traceable genetics. Where did the CBD come from? And, and to me, that's just kind of basic, but you know, what, what's the plant strain? And if you're really into this stuff and, and you should be, if you're ingesting it, um, learn about the different plant strains and how they're different because those der- terpene files are going to, going to affect you in a different way. So traceable genetics, where do these plants come from? That's pretty basic. Second would be clean farming practices. So organic living oil, natural sunlight, natural fertilizers, no pesticides. Um, and the next will be minimally processed. So uh, solvent-free or, or an ethanol extract is okay, but obviously none of those harsh petroleum solvents. And additive-free. So we're not adding any, any weird ingredients to this product. You know, we're not, we're not adding anything that, that might have a different effect or no, no weird like antioxidants or anything like that. Uh, so really those three things and to prove all those three things, you've got to see the lab tests. If a company is not providing lab tests, don't buy it. And and so really any CBD product, you're going to want a full cannabinoid and terpene profile. And that's going to prove that it's a full spectrum rather than an isolate. I've seen companies and, and I won't mention names, but I've seen very large respectable companies claiming their product is CBD. And then I've seen the lab test and it, I mean, it's claiming it's full spectrum. And I, I see the lab test and all there is is CBD. There's none of the other cannabinoids. And so it's, it's like, this is not actually a full spectrum extract. They're using an isolate and they're adding other things. So you want to see a cannabinoid and terpene profile and you want to see all the different, you should see like five to 10, ideally about 10 different cannabinoids that will show up on a test as well as 10 different terpenes should show up on a test. That will prove that it's full spectrum. And then you wanna see a residual solvents and pesticides test. Those are two different tests. One test will will test for all the common pesticides and it should show non-detectable for all of them if it's grown in an organic fashion. And then you wanna see a residual solvents test to, to make sure that no harsh solvents were used. And then the last thing, is you want to get a heavy metals test because weed is weed <laughs> uh, hemp is susceptible to to heavy metals and so you want it to be a clean product and you don't want to ingest a lot of heavy metals so I know that's a lot and but that's really the only way to to prove you're getting a high quality product is to to dig through all these lab tests and until there's more clarity in the market there's there's a lot of deceptive and shadiness and 
and bad actors and, and low quality product that especially in this market now, you have to demand all those lab tests. And if a company won't provide them, start asking questions. It's, you know, it's when people, when skeptical people experience the effects of these products, specifically these two products, um, that, that's, it's so rewarding because this is giving people an option to have a better quality of life. And that is a huge, that's a big deal. I mean, that is a, that is a, a noble cause to, to provide people with something very simple that they can take that, that, Im, that, that sometimes drastically improves the quality of their life. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of shenanigans in the industry out there. And f- I think of the people in, you know, the older population, your grandmother, my grandmother, who maybe are not as diligent with in um, research and figuring out what's in it. Is it tested? They just, uh, they see one and they pick it up and they buy it and they kind of think, well, this isn't, this isn't what I thought it would be. I didn't feel anything or, or, or shit. I got dizzy. Um, this has been such a, such an eye opening uh, conversation. And, and I, it, I think it's a really important conversation to have because we're just in the beginning of of the proliferation of CBD products. We're 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 like way 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 early in this and these sorts of standards and practices should be no-brainers for people and we should we should all know these these details so that it doesn't get away from us and then 5 or 10 years down the road there's just terrible, terrible, quote unquote, CBD products out there that are just fillers and, 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 uh, and crap. So yeah, I, um, clearly I'm a fan. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's really powerful stuff. And so besides our own products, which, you know, we have these functional formulas that are not just CBD, but we're finding what's the most synergistic and what's going to provide the most benefit is something that I'm proud of with our formulas, but some other brands that I really respect will be Bluebird Botanicals. They, they do very r- robust testing, and they, I know they have really high-quality sources in Colorado, and they're very passionate about the quality of their products. So Bluebird Botanicals is a great brand. Um, Plus CBD is, is the biggest brand, and, and they have high-quality stuff, but it's kind of just kind of general um, CBD extract, but super high-quality. We talked to them for a while when we were first getting started, and they were very helpful and um, yeah, so, so those two brands, um, and then, like I said earlier, the functional remedies and green roads, I really have respect for them for utilizing this lipid extraction process. Um, but yeah, in general, you got to ask for these lab tests just to even know if it's legit. And I, just when it comes to dietary supplements in general, all dietary supplements on the market, I do not have hesitation in saying that more than 50% of supplements on the market do not meet the, meet the label claim or do not have in that product what they say it is in that product. It's a massive problem, just quality in general in the supplement industry. And for CBD, it's worse because it's so new and there's such high demand and there's really not many sources of high quality extract out there yet that 
a lot of the stuff is fake. A lot of the stuff doesn't have the amount that they actually claim it's in there. A lot of the stuff says they're full spectrum, but it's actually isolate. So I, I'm just trying to warn people to be super cautious when looking for a CBD product. Um, you should be cautious in general for looking for any supplements, but especially when it comes to CBD, you, you got to watch out. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. I think we've covered it. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that was, that was thorough and illuminating. I think that, um, I think anybody that listens to this episode is going to know a lot more about, uh, about CBD and CBD products. Um, afterward you know i'll spare you the i'll spare you the the fill in the blank question that i do at the end of every episode because uh because this was more this was more aimed at being informative uh into empowering people to make smart choices with the cbd products that they that they consume so um yeah uh any if there's if there's anything well duh uh, of course, it'll be in the show notes, but um, it's a little trickier to find. It's not on the on, on the Natural Stacks website. Where can people find find the product? Naturalstacksplus.com. So we have to put it on the separate website for payment processing. Is still a few years behind, I think. Um, so they consider it high risk payment processing. So we have to put it on a different website. But yeah, check it out. Naturalstacksplus.com. Awesome. Roy Krebs, thank you so much for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Cheers. Thanks, Sean. That was fun. And that's that. That's that, man. Easy.